to Brewery Society Beers episode number seven of Brutal Battle. Yes, still doing this these solo, and this is the seventh one, which is kind of crazy to say, but I guess it's not that crazy considering that I have a lot of brewery beers from my society. Now, um, for these, uh, the first two are quite interesting. One of them is relatively new. The other one's from last year. Well, actually, both of them are technically from 2019. But the, actually, I think the one is from 2018. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, no, they're both from 2019. One's from the beginning of 2019. The other one's from the end of 2019. So uh, the second one that I'm going to do is the fresher of the two, but it shouldn't really matter that much. But anyway, so uh, the first beer that I'm going to do is called Rice and Beans, and it's in a 16-ounce can like a lot of the ones I like to buy. Uh, Rice and Beans is actually a variation of their horchata, which is a, a blonde ale that has spices and vanilla and stuff in it to make it taste like a horchata drink and it does it really takes like tastes like a horchata so rice and beans is exactly that but with coffee added so it is a blonde ale brewed with rice and lactose with cinnamon coffee beans and vanilla flavor added and it is 7.2 percent alcohol and like i said it's in a 16 ounce can this one was canned on the 25th of february of 2019 so i'm gonna crack into this one so this this is a beer that was actually highly recommended to me by my trustee. Now, I'll explain a little bit what trustee is in a second, but let's evaluate this beer first, and then I'll come back to the trustee thing. Um, it kind of looks like a slightly hazy IPA. It's very orange, but got a little bit of a yellowish tinge to it. Cannot see through it. When I pour it, probably because of the... I think it's... Is there lactose in this? I already forgot. No, there, oh no, there is. Okay. So that makes sense. Because of the lactose, there is a very large head just sitting on the top. Very fine bubbles in the head. Looks really nice. Ooh, okay. Definitely smell the cinnamon immediately. I definitely smell the vanilla as well. It smells super, super creamy. And I definitely get that coffee, as you would assume. When coffee's in something like a blonde, it can be showcased very well because there's not a whole lot to downplay the actual coffee note. It is so strong that it kind of takes front and center a lot of the time. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it smells really good. Yeah, the vanilla, the cinnamon, and that um, the uh, coffee. And it smells like... Slightly sweet, but I will say if if one of those notes is dominate is more dominant, it is definitely the cinnamon, which you know has a tendency to happen with that spice in general. It smells really good though. It does smell a little bit like um, if you're if you're having uh, rice pudding, because you know how rice pudding often has like a cinnamon flavor to it, and it's creamy, and it's got rice in it, obviously, and it's got vanilla to it, too. It's kind of like a rice pudding with, and you're drinking a coffee while you're having the rice pudding as a dessert. That's what it smells like. So, yeah, it smells really good. It smells kind of clean on the finish, too. So, I'm going in for a taste. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it definitely comes off sweet. Um, mm. yeah, there's a nice kind of, a little bit of a honey note in there, actually, but you get a decent amount of the cinnamon jumping out there. You definitely get the vanilla, but the vanilla is kind of just like, 
slightly there because the cinnamon is so strong. And then the coffee carries throughout. But the cinnamon is the definite dominant flavor there. Mm-hmm. And I would say that it kind of tastes like what I described it smelling like. Like that, you know, you're eating rice pudding with a decent amount of cinnamon and you're drinking some coffee with it. The coffee is not as pronounced as I feel like I would want it to be, but I understand why it's not as pronounced because in order to let the base of that horchata come out, you you have to downplay the coffee. You, otherwise, if you would take the coffee to the level that I think I kind of want, you would drown out a lot of the cinnamon. You may drown out a lot of the vanilla as well. So it's good. And I, I will say I do prefer this version of the beer over that horchata. That addition of coffee is a really nice roasty note on top. It's just flavorful. I'm a coffee fan anyway, so that's just how it is. So, mm. Yeah, that's good. And it's very creamy. I just took like a big um, big swig of it at the end and, and you get like even more of a mouthfeel to it. It comes off even more creamy and substantial in, in your mouth, especially for a blonde. And it's really nice. I like that. Good beer. So um, I, I said I was going to explain the whole trusty thing. So my trusty highly recommended this beer to me. They said it was one of their favorites of 2019. Um, actually, no, I think it was one of their favorites of like 2018 and then they rebrewed it in 2019. Uh, but they, uh, how the trustee things works is when you have your membership, you can come and pick up your beers from either their, um, facility in California or their facility that's in Washington, DC, which is the one that's not that far for me, honestly. It's like maybe an hour's drive or so. So you can go and pick it up uh, whenever they have it available. And actually, they'll hold your stuff for an entire year, uh, which is really cool. So you can just, like, order throughout the entire year and get your included bottles and then just show up once the next year and pick it all up in one go if you want to do that. I wouldn't recommend it, though, because there are certain beers that are better, fresher. So the whole trustee thing ends up being you can designate one person who will be basically someone who has the ability to pick up the beers for you. And so my trustee, um, Sean Creel, who's been on the show before, nice guy, he um, has been awesome in going down and picking up beers for me. And the cool thing that they extend to trustees is that they get discounts just like the people in the societies. So like Reserve Society, um, my trustee would also get the 15% discount that I get on any beers I purchase. They would also have access at their Crowler station at their DC store to the society members only beers to get as Crowler fills. So that's cool. Mm. All right. So that's all I want to say about trustees. That's pretty much it. I'm going to move on to the next beer. And I'm really, really, really excited about this one, to be honest. This one uh, sounded amazing. So I just straight up bought two bottles of it. And yes, bottles, it's in the old 750 milliliter. I prefer the 16 ounce cans, but you work with what you get. So this is their triple berry hand pie, and it's a barrel aged sour triple ale with boysenberry, graham cracker, and vanilla bean added. And it is 11.8%, hence the triple that is in it. Okay, so I gotta open this. I'm very excited with this. Um, 
It's it sounds amazing. Uh, but one of the big things is the whole graham cracker thing. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Like, how much of the graham cracker are you actually going to end up getting? Because there have been plenty of times where it says graham cracker and we can't pick it up at all. So let's take a look at it. It looks very nice. It actually looks a little bit similar, but uh, deeper in color and a little um, more clear than the Atta Boysenberry, which makes sense because there's boysenberries in here as well. So it's like this really nice deep red color, almost like it's beet juice, like that type of red. It's got a little bit of a pink head to it, which looks very nice. Let's smell it. Oh my gosh. Whoa. It's so, 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 so much boysenberry in that. That is unbelievable how much boysenberry. And it smells amazing. I love the smell of boysenberry. That's one of the things that really got me about the add of boysenberry. It smelled unreal. And this is very similar with how much boysenberry there is. Oh, it's so fruity. I'm trying to see if I get much else. I feel like maybe I'm getting a little bit of the graham cracker. There is something that's a little, that's a little like biscuity in there. And maybe that's what that is, but there's vanilla in this. It definitely smells kind of creamy. Um, so maybe that's where the vanilla is kind of coming in. But other than that, I'm not sure I can really smell vanilla. Yeah, it's just coming off as creamy, to be honest. Okay, so this smells awesome. I'm going to go and give it a shot. Mm. Do you like boysenberry? If so, you will like this beer. Ooh, it's even... It's more sour than I uh, figured it was going to be based off the nose. There is like a low... Like a little bit uh, sourness on the nose, but it's a decent about amount of sourness in the flavor. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. This kind of feels like it's mainly just a, 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 a stage for the boysenberry. There's so much juicy boysenberry flavor, and it's a really nice flavor. And then it's kind of rounded out on the end with um, some of that creaminess, which is what I was saying. I think that's where the vanilla bean's coming in. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess, okay, so on my third sip, I can kind of taste the vanilla as actual vanilla and not just, you know, the note of the creaminess in there, but it's kind of hard to get. Hmm. And then graham cracker. No, can't say I'm really getting the graham cracker, but that might, what the graham cracker might be doing is kind of just like adding to the body of the beer because it has a pretty nice body to it. I do get a little bit of a burn as well because it's letting you know that it's that over 11% alcohol. Uh, the first few sips, I wasn't really getting that because I was getting so much of the sourness, so much of the fruit. And then by my fourth sip is when I, I just got that little bit of burn. But it's not bad. Um, I mean, I feel like flavor-wise, it, it's in check. Mm -hmm. I quite like this, but it's mainly just like... Here's your boysenberry, and it's kind of creamy. It's good, though. I do enjoy it. So if that sounds good to you, this would be for you. Anyway, very nice. And moving on to the third beer. And for the third beer, it may sound very different because we're changing things up. Rebecca has I jumped in. I am here, which is weird. I'm never here. <laughs> Rebecca jumped in halfway through the episode. <laughs> 
Well, as you know, I kind of, you know, yeah. record it chopped up. So we finished recording another episode and Rebecca was like, we're going to dump two of these beers. And I was like, well, do you want me to grab two more beers and you can be around for the second half of this society's episode? Like, Am I allowed to do that? Like, we could do whatever we want. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, well, I can't rank them at the end. I was like, you drank these beers yeah. with me. Sure did. She had the raisin beans. She had the triple berry hand yeah. pie. So you Which can were both them. really tasty. But let's finish it out. Finish it off. And like I said, sorry, the audio will sound different because it changed, but it still sounds good. Still and that's what's important. Good. And I'm here. So we are going in a very different yeah. direction on the third beer with this because this is the root from the Rue Keller series. From the brewery, and it is their Rue Keller Meritzen, which is a Meritzen-style lager. Hmm. Yes, they do lagers. It's not all about sours yeah. and barrel-aged beers. They do other stuff. And this is a 6.3% beer. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I think, I'm hoping this is going to be, like, clean, refreshing, light. Um, I like the can. I'm always commenting on the can. Oh, it's got like these front, like I don't, I'm not sure if they're actually called fronds, but like these fronds of barley just all around the outside, and, uh, and it's like a cream or white can mm -hmm. with a burgund, like a burgundy brownish label, and then um, there's like gold highlights, and the top is gold. Yeah, and it kind of honestly looks more like an old school yeah. type beer, you know, one of those des uh, can designs. All right, so it looks orange, pretty see-through. It's got a decent head to it, the way it was poured. Man, it smells so good. It smells so clean. Ooh, it smells like, mm, like a little cherry, like a slight kiss of cherry okay. on top of brown sugar. But it just smells so clean and refreshing, like weedy. Yeah. honey. Um... But light. just so It just smells so light and refreshing. Some nice honey on there. It smells like a really nice Meritzen. Go in. Ooh. And yeah. it tastes like a really nice Meritzen. Yeah. It's got, it's got more of the honey on the finish yeah. than I was expecting, but it's good. And I, I feel like I can speak for both of us when I say, you know, this used to be a style that you would call a throwaway style. Yeah, yeah. Um... I feel like I've had a newfound respect for this since we did our, like, Oktoberfest, Meritzen kind of True. mini tournament. I don't know what you called that in the end. Um, but I think there there's definitely um, a place for these on your shelf and in, in your belly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it's tasty. It's cl It's got a nice, clean finish. There's a lot of that honey. There's that little kiss of brown sugar. It's not as much in the flavor as I thought it was in the nose. Yeah. Uh, and there's that, do you feel like there's that little kiss of cherry yeah, to it? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, what was the ABV again? Six and a half. 6.3. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I'm surprised it's that high. It's easy. Um, yeah. It's tasty. It's uh, got a lot of malt flavor to yeah. it. Like you're going to get with Meritzen's, it's nice, almost a little caramelly. Uh, yeah, and it tastes good. That is a good, I, I definitely am perceiving the caramel. Yeah. I like it a lot, actually. We have one more 16-ounce can of this. I like it. And I also ordered, because they just had available, a four-pack, 16-ounce cans of their next Rue Keller beer, which is a Hellas Lager. Oh, I love Hellas Lagers. So we got a four-pack of that coming. I feel like, you know, so 
so many times it's like we drink all this hoppy stuff, all this barrel aged stouts, which I love. You are a fan of sours. They're such Mm -hmm. big beers that sometimes, you know, I just am craving something light and refreshing. And this really fits the bill. Yeah, you just want to step back every now and then and be like, let me take it a little easier. Yeah, but I want to have, but I want something with flavor. Yeah. You know, and this delivers. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so now for the fourth beer. And this is one that Rebecca has been pretty excited about because she's known it's coming. And I just was like trolling on social media and I saw it and I thought, ah, I know I'm going to drink this at some point because I know Carlin's going to get it. (laughs) I I got two cans of it. So once again, a 16-ounce can. This one sounds interesting. It is... Island Time, which is a sweet stout brewed with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose with marshmallow, toasted coconut, and natural vanilla flavor added, and it is 8.6% alcohol. 8.6. Okay, and this is another awesome can. It's kind of like navy blue and then has kind of iridescent... Um, like palm fronds? Palm, yeah. They kind of almost look like feathers, but they're not. They're like palm... Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. It's a, it's a very nice design. It, it definitely uh, gets looks the island, island time theme. Yeah, theme. for sure. So I will be interested to see. Hopefully this is not too sweet. Well, one of the things is this. it's a, it's a little cold still. Yeah. So the coconut might not come through as it. Well, coconut. As much as it might otherwise. Yeah. So maybe kind of hold your hands oh around. Oh my gosh. I already went in the- for a sniff. I couldn't help it. The head on it is so brown. Yeah. It is such a deep, dark brown. It's a really dark-looking beer. Yeah, it's, it's dark. It just says sweet stout? Yeah. It doesn't even say imperial. No. Wow. You said, And you said eight something. 8.6. Like, how dark this is, I would think this is like an imperial stout over 10%. Okay. So... And with that head, it's so dark. I'm getting marshmallow. Whoa. Isn't this smells oh so gosh. good? But I get the salt. Yes. Actually, it smells to me like... Okay, here we go. What it smells like to me at first is a caramel. Salted caramel. A salted caramel enrobed in chocolate. Enrobed. Enrobed. <laughs> and then enrobed in marshmallow. That's a reference back to our episode <laughs> where we did the uh, the beer, chocolates, and caramels from... Which we need to order more caramels and or chocolates from them. That was uh, French Broad oh, out so of Asheville, good. North Carolina. Yeah, we do. That's a- Treat yourself and order some chocolates from them. I'm, I almost don't want to say this, but... If they, it's something bad... No. Oh. They have a subscription to French Broad chocolates. Oh, why don't... You can get it... Well, you have that. Monthly. Why don't we have that? <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Doesn't it smell very caramelly, though? It does. It does, actually. That must um, be the marshmallow. Well, I don't know. It smells really good, whatever it is. It smells amazing. It smells exactly like I said. A salted caramel and robed in chocolate. Can I see the can? Milk chocolate. I want to... Sweet style. I smell the salt, for sure. Like, the salt is very, very present, but in a very nice way, it just mixes in with those other smells. Yeah, it's not offensive. I get the vanilla as well. Coconut. Definitely there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we'll have to see on the flavor with Maybe. the coconut. But I don't know. like I said, it's it's pretty cold, so it might not show. I feel up. like I am smelling it, but maybe it's just because I want it. That could be the power of suggestion. Ooh, it's good. Oh, it's so good. Mmm. Oh, that salt is really nice. Yeah, it is. I was wondering how that That's was going to play into this because I thought, huh. So it's kind of weird, but it's good at the same time. I love it. So it kind of messes with your really brain like a little bit. I really like it because a lot of their stouts are so big and so heavy. I just got the coconut. I know. I'm getting the coconut. Ooh. Oh, the toasted coconut's so good in there. It took me three sips, and then I got that coconut. It just kind of like burst forward in the third sip. This beer is nice. I really love this beer. It's like I was saying, all of their, a lot of their stouts are okay. so big, so barrel, so yeah. like this is very approachable, very drinkable. Um, has a nice tropicality to it. Tastes kind of like an almond joy, like a candy bar. Yeah, I could see that. Well, and it, it, it's just nice, like you're saying. Like a lot of their beers are just really, really big. And you feel like that's kind of what you need from them to get those big flavors. Yeah, but no. But here, it's like a lot of flavor at a much lower ABV. Oh, I love it. Which is, yeah, pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah, I, I quite like this. So let's go ahead and rank it. And then I'm also going to have to figure out where this is going to rank amongst all the beers I've had throughout these episodes. Oh, that's what you do? Yeah. If you can see on my phone. Why would you ever do that? Every single one I've had on, the, on these episodes ranked. How could... I only tell the top five, though, ongoing. So, gotta be honest, one of these beers might crack the top five. Okay. So. Or get close. I'm gonna Ooh. go first. It's, it's not tasting a little caramelly, too, though. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this beer is, like, ever-changing, I feel. Okay. I'm gonna do my ranking first. So, in, the, in, my, in fourth place... I'm going to say rice and beans. Okay. Which is the blonde ale brewed with rice, lactose, cinnamon, coffee, and vanilla. I really liked it, but yeah. well, they're these all, are all good. These are yeah. hard. <laughs> no problem with these beers. Number three, I'm going to do the Mertz, Meritson. Yep, the Rue Keller Meritson. Um, Number two is going to be the Triple Berry Hand Pie, mm-hmm. which is the barrel-aged sour triple ale with boysenberry, graham cracker, and vanilla. And then number one is Island Time. Got it. Okay. Because it's so good and so different. Yeah. So my ranking is a bit different. My number four, even though I quite like it, is the Rue Keller Meritson. Mm. It's very good, but that's my number four. My number three is the Triple Berry Hand Pie. Oh, wow. We are different. Once again, I quite like it, but my number two is the Rice and Beans. Okay. That's very good. And my number one, obviously, is the Island Time. <laughs> so good. This beer is an achievement. It, it really opinion. is. Also, the coconut, again, it is cold. We, like, literally just got out of the fridge because this is, like, a game time. Like, let's just record. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the coconut. Yeah. Which you, which is usually hard when it's colder. And this, so this is the thing. When I say that this beer is an achievement, it's because there are a few flavors in here that have a hard time coming out in beers. Mm-hmm. At least from our experience of what we've had. Marshmallow. I yes. almost never taste marshmallow. Coconut, obviously, I almost never taste coconut. 
And sometimes vanilla. Vanilla's a little wishy-washy. Well, and I feel like also the sea salt, the Hawaiian sea salt is there and it just, it just works. Yeah. It I just works. I love you, Island Time. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and do my overall ranking for all of the episodes. So I'm just doing the top five right now. The top five are going to be number five is Atta Boysenberry, which was the bourbon barrel aged wheat wine with boysenberry and vanilla. You love that beer. Yes. Number four is S'more Bubbles, the sour mm-hmm. stout and imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with marshmallow, cacao, graham cracker, and vanilla. My number three is the So Happens It's Tuesday. Coffee? No, straight up. Straight up. I think it's better than the coffee. Number two, Wee Heavy Coconuts, Mm. which is the bourbon barrel-aged scotch Wee Heavy with toasted coconut, walnuts, and cinnamon. And the number one beer, Island Time. What? Oh, yeah. To repeat, Island Time, the sweet stout brewed with Hawaiian sea salt and lactose with marshmallow, toasted coconut, and natural vanilla flavor added. It's really good. And the bonus on this beer is the lower ABV. Yes, which I love. I feel like a lot of their beers, like, we'll pull one out. I'm like, I don't I don't want a 14% yes, beer. I don't right. want, I yeah, just want a 100%. beer. I agree. Totally agree with that. Cool. This is phenomenal. Well, thanks for joining me for the second Yeah, this was fun. Well, I mean, you're always welcome to do all these with Sometimes me. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I can't do it all. It, it's good to have this episode, though, because it's adaptable. It's like I can piece it together whenever, and then I have it so we don't miss a week Because we episode. always have brewery beers. <laughs> yes, we do. We still have a ton that I've never had before. Yeah. And I will say that the of the four on this episode, I've only had the rice and beans once before. So Yeah. I mean, they're all good, really. Yeah, very okay, good. cool. So thanks, everyone, for checking it out. And until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-